Ah, yes. Welcome to another edition of MLB Morning Coffee from the Ocean Avenue Studios here in San Francisco, California. No intro today. We just got right into it. I am recording this in my basement. My recording equipment is not working, so we're just doing this on the phone, and hopefully you all will be okay with the quality that we have here. So, right now I want to go through all of our standings and some tiebreaker scenarios based on what's going to happen in Major League Baseball today. Now, as we record this, there's already one game going on, that is the Marlins and the Yankees. So, before we get into anything, let's talk about who has clinched a playoff spot. The Miami Marlins, last night, were able to clinch their first playoff spot since 2003. They are firmly locked in to the sixth seed, or maybe not firmly locked into the sixth, depending upon what the Cardinals do, but they are locked into second place in the National League East Division, and that is because at 30-28, and 28, they win the head-to-head tiebreaker with the third-place team, the Philadelphia Phillies. So the Marlins are in the playoffs. Now the Cincinnati Reds also clinched a playoff spot. They are at 30-28. and 28. They win tiebreakers over the Milwaukee Brewers and the Philadelphia Phillies, which is why they are currently in. The San Francisco Giants are 29 and 29. They're currently eighth in the wild card. However, the Phillies and the Brewers are both 28 and 30. Surprisingly enough, the New York Mets have not yet been eliminated. However, the Mets would need to win out and they would have to have Philadelphia and San Francisco both lose out. I guess I jumped around a little bit more than I thought I was going to. So let's go through the current standings. The Dodgers are in first at 41 and 17. The Braves second 35 and 23. Cubs third at 33 and 25. Padres are locked into the four at 35 and 23. They're second place in the National League West. Cardinals are 29 and 27. They're the five seed currently, although they may still have two games against the Tigers that may end up being played. Marlins are at 30 and 28. They are locked in to the National League playoffs as either the five or the six. The Reds are the seven. They are 30 and 28. They still can get to second place in technicality. The Giants are currently eighth at 29 and 29. The Phillies win the tiebreaker over Milwaukee at 28 and 30. Milwaukee is also 28 and 30. They're currently the 10. The Mets are still technically alive at 26 and 31. In the American League, it's Tampa Bay at the top at 38 and 20. The A's have a doubleheader today. They are 35 and 22. Minnesota's at 35 and 23. They're the three seed currently. Cleveland has a tiebreaker over the White Sox, which is why they're the number four right now at 34 and 24. Yankees are five at 32 and 26. Houston is six at 29 and 29. They have, by the way, officially clinched their spot. They are locked into the number six seed. They cannot get above that, nor will they be able to fall below it. So more than likely... The winner of the American League Central is going to end up facing the Astros, although the A's doubleheader against the Mariners today is going to decide a lot. The White Sox are currently 34 and 24. They are the seven. Far fall from where they were just a week ago, and the Blue Jays are eight at 31 and 27. Everybody else in the American League has been eliminated. So before I go into the complex tiebreaker scenarios of the National League, let's go through the schedule today. The Marlins, as we're recording this, are up 2-0 on the Yankees in the top of the third inning at Yankee Stadium. 
Doubleheader today between the Mets and the Nationals. The Mets are going to need to win both of those games and then win tomorrow in order to stay alive in technicality, although they are hanging on by a very thin thread. The Mariners and the A's play doubleheader today at 1.10 Pacific time in Oakland. Baltimore and Toronto will get going at 6.37 Eastern time. The Blue Jays with a win and a Yankees loss. I don't know where the tiebreaker scenario stands in regards to the Blue Jays and the Yankees. However, there is a distinct possibility that Toronto could end up getting into second place if they can handle business against Baltimore and the Yankees continue to falter against Miami. Detroit's at Kansas City in a game that has no consequence. Houston's at Texas in a game that has no consequence. The Phillies are at the Rays. Now, the Oakland A's, in technicality, can still get to 39 wins, or 38 wins, pardon me. So, the A's would have to win out, and the Rays would have to lose out for the A's to have a chance to get to that number one seed. And so, basically, Tampa with a win will clinch the number one overall seed in the American League. I should point out that Minnesota has a chance to get to 37 wins, but I don't think that that's going to have really any impact. It's going to be two and three, the American League Central teams fighting with the A's for the two and the three spots. Milwaukee is at St. Louis. Pittsburgh is at Cleveland. Cincinnati at Minnesota. Boston is at Atlanta. Cubs are at the White Sox. Colorado at Arizona in a game that has no consequence. Angels at the Dodgers in a game that has no consequence. Padres are at the Giants, so we've got a lot of baseball here on a Saturday that we need to discuss. So let us talk currently about the American League. So what is still in play in the American League is this, the number one seed, which more than likely is going to end up going to Tampa Bay. The number two seed is probably either going to be the Oakland A's, the Minnesota Twins, the Cleveland Indians, or the Chicago White Sox. Now, Basically, best record amongst these teams is going to end up being what determines who ends up getting the division title, who ends up as second place, and who ends up as the wild card. So, a lot to think about right there. It is also worth noting that in the American League East, the Blue Jays still have a chance to catch the Yankees. The Yankees are currently the five. The second-place champ in the American League East, which seems like a very weird phrase to say, but the second-place champ in the American League East can get all the way up to the number four. That would require, though, the White Sox and the Indians to both lose out and for the Yankees to win out. If the Yankees lose to the Marlins today, mathematically, the AL East is going to be locked in as the number five seed for their second-place team, whether that is the Blue Jays or the Yankees. Toronto cannot mathematically get to 34 wins. Only the Yankees can. The White Sox lose the tiebreaker with the Indians. If the White Sox lose to the Cubs and the Indians win, the White Sox are thereby eliminated from the AL Central race. The Twins are at 35-23, and 23. If they win, they will eliminate the White Sox from the AL Central race unless the White Sox end up winning. There's a very weird tiebreaker scenario in the American League Central, and I want to point out to my friend Tyler Oman, who has been a guest on this podcast several times, the Twins lose the tiebreaker against the White Sox, but they win the tiebreaker against Cleveland. If all three teams end up tied at the end of the season, the Twins win the tiebreaker over all three. So, basically, 
If the Twins tie with the White Sox, but not the Indians, the White Sox win the tiebreaker. If the White Sox tie with the Indians, the Indians win the tiebreaker. If the Twins tie with the Indians, it's the Indians that win the tiebreaker. So basically, if all three tie, Minnesota ends up winning over both Cleveland and Chicago. Basically, how it's going to end up working today is that if the Twins win, the White Sox would have to win out and have the Twins go 1-1 one and one in order to win the tiebreaker over Minnesota. There's a lot of really confusing scenarios that can happen. I think at least with the American League Central, it's more worth talking about it come tomorrow when we know with one game left what exactly can happen. The A's doubleheader basically is going to end up determining whether the A's are going to be the two or the three. They still mathematically can get to the one. The Blue Jays are eliminated from second place with a loss and a Yankees win today. So that's going to be a very intriguing race to watch as well. The American League is less complicated. What we know at the moment is that all of the eight teams have been decided. It's just a matter of who ends up in second place and wild cards for the American League Central and East in the AL West, the A's are the division champs, the Astros are the second place team, the AL Central and the AL East will have the wild cards. There will be no more than two teams in from the American League West. Now to the National League, which is way more complicated. So MLB.com put out a great article in regards to the tiebreakers. So if there's a four-way tie between the Giants, Brewers, Phillies, and Mets, which would require all four teams to end up 29-31, and 31, it would be the Phillies that get in. And here's the explanation per this article from MLB.com's David Adler. The four-way tie happens if the Giants lose both of their remaining games against the Padres, the Brewers split their last two games against the Cardinals, the Mets win out against the Nationals, and the Phillies split against the Rays. The Phillies would win the postseason spot because they have the best division record. They went 21-19 and against the NL East. The Mets would be 20-20 and against the NL East, and the Brewers would be... 19 and 21 against the NL Central if they went 1 and 1 against the Cardinals. The Giants would be 18 and 22 against the NL West if they went 0 and 2 against the Padres. So, what we need to know here is that and I think this is how it's going to end up playing out through a lot of these different scenarios. The tiebreaker is record against your own division. Now that seems like it's a little bit of a farcical twist because you've basically only played your own division. Well, you've played your own division and the division of your geographic location in the other league. So this is only your division in your own league. Now, if there's a three-way tie at 30 and 30, which would be the Giants, Brewers, and Phillies, it would be the Phillies because of this exact same thing. They have the better division record. It would be at 21 and 19. The Brewers would be 20 and 20. The Giants would be 19 and 21. The interdivision record screws the Giants in pretty much any scenario. So, this is now the three way tie at 29 and 31, and how this ends up shaking itself out. So, if there's a three way tie at 29 and 31, the Giants and two of three other teams finish at this record. 
If it's the Giants, Brewers, and Mets that are tied at 29 and 31, it's the Mets that get in because they have a better division record in this scenario, which would be 20 and 20. Brewers would be 19 and 21. Giants would be 18 and 22. If it's the Giants, Phillies, and the Mets, it would be the Phillies that get in because they are going to have the best intra-division record, and they're already assured of that. If it's the Giants, Phillies, and the Brewers, it will be the Phillies that get in because of the same principle of the three-way tie between the Giants, Phillies, and the Brewers that we talked about with the 30-30 and 30 records. Now, the two-way ties. The Brewers and the Giants, the Brewers would win the tiebreaker over the Giants if the two teams finished at 30-30 and 30 or 29-31 and 31 because the Brewers would have a better intra-division record in either scenario. So basically, if it's a Brewers-Giants tie, it's the Brewers that get in. If it's a Phillies-Giants tie, it would be the Phillies that get in. If it's a Phillies-Brewers tie, it would also be the Phillies that get in. So, this is the weirdest one, though. If it's a Mets-Giants tie, which would require the Phillies to lose out and the Brewers to lose out, and both the Mets to win out and the Giants to lose out. So, the Mets would win the tiebreaker over the Giants. So... Here's what's critical to know in this scenario. The Giants effectively have to win out in order to win their division. Because if they finish 30 and 30, and the Phillies somehow finish 30 and 30, and the Brewers finish 30 and 30, the Giants lose the tiebreaker. If the Giants can get to 31 wins, which requires them to beat the Padres both times nobody else can get to 31 wins that is below them now the st louis cardinals at 29 and 27 have two games that could potentially be made up although they're not currently scheduling those games to be made up and that could alter things for milwaukee however cincinnati is already assured of a playoff spot at 30 and 28 they win the tiebreaker over the brewers however a couple of things to note Number one, the Phillies are currently playing the Rays. The Rays basically need to win one game in order to clinch the number one seed. Once they do that, if that game happens to be today, they're effectively going to take the rest of the season off. And they'll set up their pitching for a postseason run. Now, the Phillies, there's no guarantees that they beat the Rays even if the Rays do rest a lot of their pitching. The Rays are a team that bullpens it and frequently bullpens it. And I think that there is a very likely scenario to where the Rays end up winning both games. It's a little bit more complicated because of the fact that Tampa Bay is not in the same league as Philadelphia. So that puts a little bit more intrigue into what we're talking about here. It will be a fun day of baseball for sure. And by the time we wake up tomorrow, we're going to have a much better idea in regards to how the National League playoff picture is going to shape up. Monday will be an off day. The teams will head down to their respective sites for round one of the playoffs, and we'll all be happy and joyous, and we'll say, hey, playoff baseball is back, and we don't have to be railroaded by the NFL during the middle of the week. So I'm very excited for how this is all going to shape up. I think we're going to have some really intriguing wild card series. And again, in a best of three, anything can happen. It doesn't really matter what your seeding is. I think it just matters in terms of what your matchup is going to be. And in all reality, 
if you have three solid starting pitchers, you're in the best position to win that first round series. If you've got two solid starting pitchers, then you better best win those first two games because there's a lot of teams that are going to be worried about what's going to end up happening if they have to get to a third game. The Chicago Cubs. Look, I know Alec Mills threw a no-hitter, but how many people have that much confidence in anybody past you, Darvish or Kyle Hendricks at this point? The White Sox. Who's got confidence past Giolito and Keuchel? I certainly don't have any confidence in Dylan Cease after what I saw him do yesterday against the Cubs, a 10-0 win for the Northsiders. I don't know what the White Sox are going to end up doing if it has to come down to a winner-take-all Game 3 in their playoff series. Major League Baseball wanted intrigue, they wanted drama, and while a lot of people don't agree in the eight-team playoff scenario in each league, at least in a shortened season, it's going to provide a little bit more intrigue than we ever thought possible with a season that's barely half a season. Thanks for listening to this edition of MLB Morning Coffee here on a Saturday morning and afternoon. We will catch you tomorrow, and we'll talk a little bit more about what is to come in regards to the playoffs.